Welcome to The Power of Digital Policy, a show that helps digital marketers, online communications directors, and others throughout the organization balance out risks and opportunities created by using digital channels. Here's your host, Christina Podner. Welcome to the very first podcast, which fittingly comes at the beginning of 2020. You know what's really powerful? Digital accessibility. When the Americans with a Disabilities Act, known better as ADA, was passed in 1990, organizations of all sizes scrambled to make their businesses physically accessible. At the time, the internet was still in its infancy, so nobody gave much thought to digital accessibility. But much has changed since then. A number of courts have ruled that ADA applies to digital spaces as well as to physical spaces, and lawsuits against noncompliant organizations are on the increase. In fact, we went from 814 cases in 2017 to 2,258 cases in 2018. Similar legislation is enforced in other countries, such as Australia, Israel, Canada, and the UK. And the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines put forth by the World Wide Web Consortium address accessibility on a global level. And while it's important to understand the legal risks the organization may be facing, it's crucial to focus on the opportunities it may be passing up by not making digital content accessible to those with a disability. Consider the following statistics. Up to 10% of people in the United States have reading difficulties, including dyslexia. 7% of working-age adults have severe dexterity difficulty, things like carpal tunnel syndrome, making it really hard to use a mouse. About 300 million people worldwide are colorblind. That's almost the same population as the entire United States. And about 5% of people in Canada, UK, US, suffer from difficulty hearing. Making your content inaccessible means that you're passing up great opportunities by alienating all these individuals as prospects and potential customers. What's even worse is that each of those individuals have the ability to say good things about your products or services to family, friends, coworkers, or on social media. So if your content is not accessible, you're choosing not to target slews of people who have purchasing power. All this makes digital accessibility a top priority for organizations. So what do you need to do? Well, first and foremost, you need to post an accessibility statement to your organization's digital channels. And you also need to begin adding accessibility tags to content and digital channels. Want to know more about digital policy and how to minimize risk and maximize opportunity for your organization? Get the Power of Digital Policy book available on Amazon. Let's break these two immediate action steps down. Number one, create an accessibility statement. What do I mean by that? Well, each page of your website should, in the footer, include a link to a page containing your accessibility statement. The statement should cover the following points. Your organization's commitment to providing a website that's accessible to everyone. The steps you've taken toward accessibility. Any areas that don't meet your accessibility goals. A way for anyone having difficulty with your website to get assistance, things like contact information, a phone number that they can call, as well as how frequently you will update the statement as you make progress. Your accessibility statement need not be complicated. In fact, I urge you to keep it as simple as possible. Short and to the point, 
with your accessibility objectives and how to report in accessible content is key. And number two, make your digital properties content accessible. Fortunately, it doesn't take much to achieve basic accessibility. Add closed captioning to any videos on your website. YouTube's automatic captioning is very good in most cases, but you can take the opportunity to review and edit where necessary. Make sure there's adequate contrast between your site's text and the background. Faint text on a busy background can present an obstacle for people with decreased vision. Even people in their 50s with typical vision for their age are often frustrated by gray text on a white background. Make sure your site can easily be navigated with just a keyboard. This ensures you properly coded the page so that it's accessible to those with a disability in terms of carpal tunnel or the dexterity I talked about earlier. And add captions and alt tags to images. That way they can be read by assistive devices. Let's talk about documenting your accessibility policy. The next step, whether it's a formal policy or simple checklist, sets the rules for future content. It should cover things like the steps employees must take before posting any non-text content, things like podcast, videos, or images. The steps the organization will take to ensure that content provided by partners, vendors, and others meets the same accessibility standards that you have internally within your organization. In fact, I recommend including it in contracts, work agreements, or in other places that are accessible by your partners and vendors. Your policy should also include how digital content will be monitored for compliance, how non-compliance will be handled, how user complaints will be handled as well, and how often the policy will be reviewed to make sure it still meets standards. One of the questions I'm frequently asked is about accessibility exceptions. And reality is that sometimes you just can't get all that content accessible or not to the point where you would ideally like to be accessible. So let's talk about exceptions, especially exceptions around old content. There's a benefit to what I call grandfathering content and not trying to solve accessibility issues for all of your legacy content. It is simply too large of an issue to tackle at once. And usually you have to keep the business going, which means no looking back. Consider focusing first on the new content you're creating or will create if developing a new marketing campaign or taking on a website redesign and then take on actual content. My advice is to establish a practice of making content on pages accessible every time you update something else on the page. In other words, if you need to update the About Us page with the name of your new CEO, well, go for it and make sure to check your accessibility checklist for other changes you need to make to the page while you are there. Note that you might need to make exceptions or prioritize current content, but make the exception request process hard on content owners, making them not only demonstrate a true business case for doing so, but a plan for making content accessible in the future. Having a solid plan over an aspiration is key to getting and staying on top of accessible content. If everyone takes just a little time and focuses on making content accessible, then you will soon see a difference not just in terms of accessibility, but in related areas such as SEO and overall user experience. If you need more help, feel free to get in touch and I can provide you with a sample accessibility template. If you're trying to get digital policy started in your organization, head over to thepowerofdigitalpolicy.com and grab the slew of free resources I've provided. And stay tuned during the entire month of January as I interview subject matter experts, including James Baverstock, a senior accessibility and usability consultant at AbilityNet, 
We'll talk about what matters in accessibility and how to make your digital content accessible to everyone. Until next time, be well. Thank you for joining the Power of Digital Policy. To sign up for our newsletter, get access to policy checklists, detailed information on policies, and other helpful resources, head over to thepowerofdigitalpolicy.com. If you get a moment, please leave a review on iTunes to help your digital colleagues find out about the podcast.